0: Welcome to the Hinton and District Chamber of Commerce. You are listening to Chamber Chatter, a podcast that features local businesses and interviews that will inspire, educate, and connect you to the local community resources you need and want as an entrepreneur. I'm Jessica Zimmer, branch manager at Hinton RBC and the current chamber president as well. I'm joined with my colleague, Paul.
1: And I'm Paul Upson, fellow board member and store manager at the Hill Friesen Brothers.
0: And today, our guest is Jessica Hersey, owner and profit strategist at Altitude Accounting. Jessica, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, you guys. I'm really excited to chat with you today. We are super excited to have you too. Maybe just to start us off, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your business? Absolutely. So I'm actually born and raised in Hinton.
2: I love it here. Went away to school, decided I should come back because it's such a beautiful place. You know, I had a few jobs, but uh, <laughs> actually, it's funny how I got into accounting. I had a job as an accounting tech, and I loved the work. I love numbers and putting them in the right place, and it was great, and it was wonderful. The only challenge was, as you know, someone who likes people and likes getting out there, um, working with a boss that kind of wanted to just keep you in the corner was mm-hmm. tough. So, you know, eventually I decided to branch out on my own and that's when I started Altitude Accounting. Oh, wow. I
0: I love getting to hear a little bit about what inspired you, what makes you passionate about the work that you do. Was that like a, a really hard move to go from working for someone else to taking the leap into owning your own business? You know, that's a great question
2: and for me, I think it, it was challenging at the time um, because you know, both of my parents were entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So I knew how hard it was. I knew how much work it was, how time consuming it was, how you have to do everything. So I kind of thought it would be nice to have a job and not have to worry about all that other stuff. But then I realized working for other people that, you know, I wasn't always getting that full picture, like the vision for their business. And I really wanted that. I was always curious about like, Why are you in business? What's your passion? What are you working towards? Mm -hmm. And as an employee, you don't always get that insight. So I decided that working for myself, I could not only create that vision, I could
0: also share that with my employees. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Getting to have a little bit more control about the direction and the work that you're doing. I find it very fascinating to hear that you love dealing with numbers. Um, (laughs) And I know I'm a banker, but I from my time in commercial banking, I, I genuinely think it takes a special type of brain and personality to sit and do analysis all day on numbers like that. And I, I think it's really neat that you're able to kind of find that blend of, I love numbers. I'm really good at what I do, but I also want the human aspect of it. I want that part where I can have these relationships with my clients. Cause that sounds like a little bit what you were saying was lacking with your first Kind of experience at accounting.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I did find, you know, that um, I've lost my train of thought already. (laughs) That's okay. Uh, Yeah, so with the numbers, like I said, like I love the numbers. And no, I've totally lost it. I'm sorry. The blend, (laughs) the blend of of the. the,
0: That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) You've got this blend of bringing your personality and your passion for working with people with this absolute skill of being really good at accounting.
2: Oh yeah, we were talking about how much I love the numbers. I agree. <laughs> so I do, I love the numbers. And I think the really interesting thing is, is, you know, as an accountant and as those numbers, you kind of get so in your little box that you're looking at those and you, you know, honestly, if it were up to me, I would look at a list of numbers all day. Like I don't want a chart. I don't want a graph. I don't want anything colorful. I want a list of numbers. That's all I want. But I totally get it when people, you know, are intimidated by accounting because I feel the same way about say insurance, for example, mm-hmm. like I don't understand it. I don't want to understand it. I don't want to think about it. I just want to ignore it. So I totally get people's perspective when they're coming into accounting and they're like, uh, I don't really know. So it's fun and challenging to be able to find ways to, you know, kind of explain accounting to people that aren't really interested in it in a way that makes sense and I think what's so important and so fun about what I do now is not only you know just the number side of things where we meet once a year I actually like to sit down with my clients and discuss like what are your goals and plans for your business in the next year like how can we help you get there like what can we do you know from a coaching standpoint so we're having more conversations throughout the year so you are you know, leveraging your business to get you where you want to go, not just a slave to this, you know, cash eating monster that just is eating up all your cash all the time. Yeah. You know?
1: um, well, you talk about, so you, you go to school, you come back from school and then you're working for um, for a firm. And like you said, you got perhaps disenchanted. I just want, I'm just curious, and especially for the listeners. So the impetus was kind of disenchanted with where you're at. How was that process going solo and creating your new firm? Of course, it was a, a leap into the unknown, one would say. Um, so just kind of walk me through how that worked, you know, did you pull clients from where you're currently at and kind of how challenging was that?
2: Well, I'm really lucky. I have a really supportive husband. So, you know, it kind of went like, okay, I'm done with this whole working for someone else thing. And luckily, you know, we're from Hinton, so we know lots of people. He worked in the oil field, so we know lots of independent contractors. So that's kind of where I started with a lot of people we know doing independent contracting, started doing their bookkeeping, and then from there just moved up, expanded. And the great thing about Hinton is it's so word of mouth, you know, you have one person you're working with and then they tell their friend and then they tell their friend and next thing you know we're working with a bunch of oil field contractors and we just love working with them because you know we have that good relationship and I can say hey what are you doing (laughs) and they're like oh okay yeah no you're right thanks for telling me that and I just love that you know that back and forth so it's super fun.
0: I, I love the approach that you've been able to take of looking at it from I'm your coach I'm partner. I'm a partner in your business. In extent, you know, I wanna. I wanna see you grow. Um, at a at a BSN event we had a few months ago, uh, a whole bunch of chamber members were getting a chance to go around and talk about goals they had for their their businesses and for themselves. And I, what you said really resonated with me. And it's, I mean, I'm still thinking about it months later when I get to see you again. what um, and I'm probably paraphrasing this incorrectly, but you, you mentioned a goal of yours was to help your clients save as much money as possible. Was that, was that what it was? It's
2: definitely part of it. Mm-hmm. So our goal with Profit First is to help our clients keep more money in their pockets. And so part of that is saving, saving not only to pay your taxes, pay yourself, pay yourself profit, because as we know, As an owner of the business, you're usually the person doing most of the work, so you get paid a salary. But we would love to see our clients also getting paid bonuses for taking the risk of starting that company. So that's the program that we're working with to help coach our clients and support them to reach their goals, keep more money in their pockets, pay themselves what they're worth, and get bonuses from their company every
0: quarter. I mean, who, who doesn't want that? <laughs> I love that. But I, I also love that you're able to bring, in my opinion, a bit of a different perspective to the industry. Uh, I think so often people are really used to, okay, I'm going to see my accountant once a year. They're going to plug in some numbers for me. I'm going to pay them. And I'm going to make sure I'm meeting all of my like corporate tax obligations. Whereas you bring in this whole other piece to it of, I want to work with you. I want to see you more than once a year. (laughs) I want to know what your goals are and and how I can help you get there. I I think that's really special. And I love that Hinton has something like that to offer. Um, I guess I'd love to ask a little bit more on if you were mentored to, to kind of lead this way or if this is something you came up with on your own. That's a great question.
2: So I think it's definitely a little bit of both. Like it was a lack of mentorship to start with that then made me search it out. So I was really lucky because I got, actually, (laughs) I got involved with Community Futures back in the early 90s when I was young, like 10 or 12 years old. I did a program with Community Futures called So You Want to Be a Millionaire. Oh, fun. And so with that, it was, you know, a program in the summer. You'd have your little workbooks and figure out, like, what your income was and your expenses. And so myself and a friend of mine started a little company called Patrol. And so we would babysit dogs and um, walk dogs. And so we had taken this program, and it was a really great opportunity there to kind of get, get our toes wet. Um, and so I, you know, like I said, my parents were both entrepreneurs, so I knew it was something I've always been interested in. And then I went to university. I, I worked, um, it was called University First Class Painters. So it was the same kind of thing. It was like a franchise model where university students would go in, get this kind of like set up and then paint houses in the summer. So having staff, managing a business, all that stuff. And it was really hard, (laughs) but great experience. And so, you know, then once I got into the accounting industry, the accountant I worked for wasn't like, that wasn't her thing, the mentoring thing, which was unfortunate because like I said, I loved the numbers. But I was fortunate enough to find Community Futures in town. It's still here, and it's such an amazing resource. And one of the programs that they have is called Smart Start. And so with that, it's not only training on running your business, you also get paired with a mentor. Ah. So I took that, and it was such a great experience, not only with my own personal mentor that I had that I could call up still to this day anytime and ask questions to, um, but also just with the group and the other entrepreneurs and all the information that community futures has,
0: Wow, I love that i I didn't know that that was something that community Futures did where they can assign you a mentor.
2: Mm-hmm. I always highly highly recommend smart Start to anyone I ever hear who's like i'm thinking about going into business um, because you know I think a lot of people starting out in business are thinking like, oh, I'll call an accountant and talk to them and get them to walk me through the process. Um, the thing is, to keep in mind, obviously, accountants, lawyers, bankers, they're working in a for-profit industry, so they don't always have, you know, the amount of time to invest in someone who's just looking for information.
0: Absolutely. I think, at least from my industry, we kind of ex- almost expect, like, if a client's coming to us for a loan, we're, we're like, all right, what's your business plan? Where we expect a sense of, okay, you should be at a certain point before you come to us, whereas what you do perhaps or what community futures can help with as well as getting those that kind of off the ground arranging those thoughts into a proper plan
2: exactly and that's what community futures is so great for because they're government funded so it's a free resource for business owners and the smart start program is so awesome i know they're doing another one in january of 2023 and i highly recommend it to anyone who has started a business or is thinking about starting a business what about that
1: very interesting just switching some to- uh, topics here you talk about kind of some trials and tribulations being a university painter it's funny you mentioned that because my cousin did the same thing and he found yeah it's quite quite difficult navigating that because you know it's, you're dealing with college students and you know there's some some challenges posed there but um, just uh, back to I, I'm not sure if you mentioned it but how long have you been running your own business, how long have you been running Altitude and what are some main challenges that you've kind of encountered throughout your tenure of being a a business owner?
2: Absolutely, so I started Altitude Accounting in 2015, so it's been about 7 years now and I started small all by myself, Um, I was lucky enough to have an office upstairs at the Brick so Brian Guthrow has always been an amazing support and mentor for me and he always gave me good advice. Um, I think one of the challenges is definitely being alone and not, not really having anyone to talk to. I mean, we all know how it is when you're in business, you, most people, if you don't run a business, you don't really understand or like think about the struggles that we have. So you do feel alone a lot. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to have those mentors and people you can speak to. So, you know, networking in the business community, which is one thing that I love about Hinton so much is, you know, you kind of feel like you know a lot of the other business people and it's totally comfortable to just call them up and be like hey what's going on like can we go for a coffee and so you just kind of have that ability to reach out to people and feel that connection um yeah be alone is a big thing for sure and then obviously like managing your business especially when you're starting out you're not really sure like about there's so many aspects there's accounting there's legal there's marketing there's all these things that you know obviously you don't know everything about when you start so trying to decide what to focus on and who to get onto your team so you have people that you know have your best interests at heart and are looking to help you in ways that you need help
0: yeah i i some of that definitely even not as an entrepreneur myself but the the loneliness that can sometimes come with being the leader and, uh, we, we mentioned this a little bit in one of our last podcasts, but the, the expectation of, you know, you gotta kind of put on that smile and walk in that door and no matter what else is going on behind the scenes, you got this team looking at you going, all right, lead us, <laughs> you know? Um, I also, while you were talking on that, I was just curious, what was COVID like for you guys? What kind of challenges <laughs> did you guys go through with that little old thing? Yeah. So actually COVID
2: was like, An amazing catalyst for us because our business is in such a transition period going from you know people dropping off their box of documents every week to like everything can be done online now so we were kind of still in that you know mid section like oh it would be great to get up like there are zoom meetings and like more online stuff but we didn't really have to and we're so close by we're you know right in the green square we're convenient people can drop off stuff anytime but COVID kind of forced us to get everything up to speed online. And it's been amazing because it's so convenient. And especially like a lot of our clients in the place that we're based are working all sorts of hours. Lots of, lots of times they're not in town when we're in our office. So they can just upload pictures with their phone and email stuff to us. And we, so it was really, um, it was a really good catalyst for that. And I mean, we were really lucky because accounting always needs to be done. you can 't just not yeah. do your accounting, so it was it was a interesting time for sure, but definitely made us move faster online than we would have otherwise.
0: I like that you were able to see the bright side <laughs> of that because I 'm sure there was also the chaos of you know all of the other government changes that were coming in and having to understand new loans you know, a Kennedy emergency business account, all those types of things, how each bank was structuring it and how you're going to report it. And I'm sure there, like, I love, I think that you're able to really look back and go, you know, we were able to just get really on the ball with technology, <laughs> but I'm sure there was so many long days of trying to, at least I know for myself, having clients reach out constantly be like, Hey, what's changing now? What is this new grant that's coming out? What are all these things? Um, and having to just constantly be up to date on something that it seemed like even the government didn't really know what they were rolling out yet
2: either. <laughs> so, <laughs> Absolutely there was a lot of unknowns and a lot of trying to learn things quickly and like you said the government did always have you know exactly how they wanted to see it so you kind of had to you know guess talk to other accounts try and figure out what they want to see a lot of that and there still is you know with the SIBA payback it's You know, how are we going to be prepared to make sure we have that money sitting there so we can take advantage of the forgiveness? Mm -hmm. So still lots of that going on for sure. But I do like to try and look on the bright side if
0: I can. Yeah, (laughs) I picked up on that for sure. Uh, You know, I've heard you talk a little bit about community futures and also about networking and I'm curious if, if maybe you're able to share a little bit with us about how the chamber might have helped your business, um, or if it's maybe helped provide some of those networking opportunities for you. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, I do love the, the Chambers events and the community that we have in our, in our business uh, networks. I think it's really a great thing that the chamber brings us all together because like I said, we do have a really great, tight-knit business community, like I feel comfortable you know, knowing people, seeing people, being able to call people, ask their opinions, see them at the great chamber events like the galas and the beer and blue jeans and just, you know, having that feeling of not being alone too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. Absolutely. I I love that. And I think just you touching on the loneliness that can sometimes come with being the business owner, being the entrepreneur for all of our listeners, uh, I, I think that's an important reminder that you're not alone. Uh, and the Chamber loves to see you at our events. Uh, so right. come in and meet other like-minded individuals, often going through the same, the same challenges and struggles. Uh, we're, we're nearing the end of our time. i got a few more questions. I'm not sure, Paul, if you've got one you want to ask
1: um no just kind of touching back on the chamber we talk about um you know taking advantage of some of the chamber benefits and you know is there anything else that you know you'd like to see from, from your chamber that could help you and your organization
2: mm-hmm. i was really interested in the one proposed event you had that was going to be like an amazing race type of thing it looks ah. so fun and I know it's hard, you know, especially this time, like just getting back after COVID and like having resources and staff to, um, you know, commit to events, but that one looked really fun. Um, I love the presentations, like the Ama- Amanda Wagner presentation was amazing. Uh, I, I, I can't wait it. to see her again on January 5th. I'm so excited. I will be there too. I hear you. I feel
0: the same way. I came out of that session um, and I was driving back to work and I literally was like I'm so pumped up right <laughs> now <laughs> like, like, like I, I was like electric it, it was such a motivating experience um, question for you when, you when you mentioned the amazing race what was so appealing to you about that Unfortunately, uh, we ended up not having enough um, businesses sign up, we weren't able to go through with it in time, but we are planning to do something. It's not out of
1: the question. It's
0: not completely off the tables, but um, was it the team building aspect, like something you could bring your whole team to? Yeah, I think it was
2: the team building and the opportunity to kind of go around and see other businesses, network with other businesses, Mm -hmm. you know, get, get kind of like a fun way to interact with other people in our community. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Well, I love that you mentioned it because maybe this podcast will help get a bit more people interested in it as well. Um, One of my last questions for you, you talked a little bit about how you had an amazing mentor kind of help guide you. Have you had the opportunity to be a mentor to anyone yet? Well, that's such a fun question. I have been so
2: fortunate because with Community Futures, first I did the Smart Start program and then I became a mentor for the Smart Start program. So I had a really awesome time mentoring a gentleman who's a handyman and he's fantastic to work with and it works out really well because I have rental properties so I always need a handyman and it's such a fulfilling uh experience because you know if you can kind of help someone to know like okay, I remember here's what I did and it didn't work out quite as I had expected. And if I were to do it again, I might do things differently. And here's what I might think about if I were in your position. It's just so uh, rewarding to be able to help other people that are kind of starting their journey.
0: Yeah, it definitely sounds like a passion of yours to be able to be that trusted advisor in, in the mix, you know, building those relationships. I... I really admire that. That's that's amazing to see such passion in our community. And that's part of why we wanted to make this podcast is to celebrate our chamber members and give them an opportunity to toot their horns a little bit because <laughs> sometimes they deserve to be tooted. <laughs> so, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. it's It's been such a pleasure getting to spend some time with you and learn more about your business and, and learn more about you. It, it's been so fun. Um, I'll let, I don't know, Paul, if you have any other questions you want to ask or if we can <laughs> wrap
1: up no i'm good on mine i think uh, if you're a good jessica you're a good jessica i think i'll i <laughs> think i'll wrap this up so once again jessica thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us on chamber chatter it was great to get to know a bit about you and your business uh thanks for joining us today and until next time this is your host at the Hinton chamber signing off all right thanks